When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. So you're here because you want to know modern, vintage, everything in the world of card collecting today. Chuck, he's the collector, and Joe, he's the dealer, welcome you to the best card talk that covers it all. From the hottest new cases to 67 high numbers, all brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier about life with Oxygen Financial. Visit OxygenFinancial.net and by sports card investor the leading source for videos podcasts and articles about investing in sports cards profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com collector dealer take it away well i appreciate the introduction and and it's true it is the collector and the dealer episode 42 Camping out and playing the flip game. I am the collector. I'm Chuck Oliver. He is Joe Davis. He's the dealer. Joe, how are you today? Doing great, Chuck. Looking forward to some lively talk today. Yeah, uh, my history as the collector. Well, I'm doing the same thing I kind of did in second grade back in 1976. I just I collect cards because I like having them. Uh, Joe was a collector, grew up in the same hometown, and then he made the switch sometime during college. After college, he actually got a store and has had it for 30 years. Uh, a full-time dealer. Joe, uh, tell everybody how to get in touch with you if they're after some product or some info, some expertise. Yeah, they can just go to our website, Chuck, at gotbaseballcards.com. That's G-O-T, baseballcards.com. Uh, we uh, provide all kinds of services for collectors as well as a, a large array of products as well. Yeah, oxygenfinancial.com. That's another website. Uh, as you heard in the open, Oxygen Financial, my personal choice, my wife and I, for several years for all of our financial decisions. Started out with just retirement accounts, but then they did such a good job. I have more and cheaper life insurance, um, taxes, you name it, they take care of it. So get with them online, oxygenfinancial.com. I uh, always appreciate their expertise, but certainly over the last 12, 13 months, it's been invaluable. Joe, also Jeff Wilson and the whole crew down at uh, Sports Card Investor. Talk about them and the app and all the great things they're doing, a lot of it for free. Yeah, I just talked to Jeff yesterday, and uh, they are always working on providing great content for investors, for collectors the like. Uh, they have updated articles on their website. They have videos, you name it, sportscardinvestor.com a wealth of information for collectors and dealers and investors out there. All right. There are places that my wife likes to shop, uh, home goods. There's nothing for me in there. Michael's hobby lobby, nothing in there for me. However, they're normally in strip plazas with either a target, a Walmart, a retail outlet like that. Joe, when presented with the opportunity, the choice between shopping at Michael's with my wife or popping into Target, I'll do that. And occasionally I have found like a tops box, complete set, some upper deck hockey, whatever. Joe, Walmart and some others still have product available, but you've got a story from back, I guess it was a couple of months ago, that shows exactly why a monster national retailer like Target went all the way to the extreme and says, yeah, uh, no more sales at all, at least now, no more sales. Uh, tell everybody what you told me that brought the Target decision into very clear focus. Yeah, the demand for product, sports card product, across the board has grown so much that there are people 
literally who've been camping out overnight at Target. I actually had a customer I know of. He got there like midnight the night before, got first. So he was first in line. He, he told me he leaned against the big red Target ball overnight. And so imagine how fun that was for eight hours. And then the next morning, I guess he was able to get like three of each skew. But then Target just came up, came up with a new announcement. You can now only get one item per person. So more power to those who want to stay out and hang out for hours to buy one blaster box for 20 bucks. Yes. And um, see, the economics weren't even working really before because of the limited kind of narrow window of product that you can really flip and make the, the profit on. Um, and you were not guaranteed that, A, that product would even be in the shipment or, B, you would be able to get any of it. Um, and that's when you could could get, I think, three of each product at Target. Uh, you're talking about hours and hours and hours and the driving around, the gas, the, the time, the expense, all of that stuff, when you literally could be walking away with like Panini NBA sticker books. That could be, or, or Garbage Pail Kids or Magic Cards or like that could be all that's left. Um, I've never understood that pursuit. I understand some folks, maybe it's the love of the chase, but the economics have never made sense to me, and I really don't think that they're 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 making even less sense now. And I want to say that you know there are folks that this that is part hobby, part pursuit, part of the fun. It would never ever be any of that for me. Um, and again, anybody's free to make their own choices. But for folks who are looking at this strictly from the economics of I'm going to make the flip. You better be getting prison blasters every single time you camp out or, I mean, you would make more money working the counter at Burger King for eight hours. Um, probably a lot more money. Uh, so that is what's going on right now. And I would advise anybody listening to the podcast, I would do a Google search for Walmart policies, Target, because as Joe says, it could change week to week. Um, yeah. And what you don't want, Joe, is to camp out for eight hours and say, oh, no, we changed that to Wednesday. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so make sure you... Target said you can't even camp out anymore. They said it's no longer allowed in their policy. You cannot stay on their property overnight. So they're they're really clamping down. It is not Michael Jackson tickets, folks. No. Um, so that is on the retail side. On the trading side, the buying and selling side, boy, you talk about a great source for that. I want to welcome on one of the most influential, powerful uh, folks in the industry. And a lot of you know him from ComC. We're talking about the president of Check Out My Cards. It is Tim Getch. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Tim, it's so great to have you on today. Um, I know that you are so busy, and uh, I have to ask you a question because our listeners are always wanting to know what's going on in the hobby. So give us your big picture perspective uh, as the day-to-day uh, president yeah. of your company. What, what kind of growth has your company seen year over year? What, what are you experiencing right now as we record? Yeah, the hobby is the hottest I've ever seen it in my lifetime. Uh, we have grown by 150% in the last year, which rivals even our early days. This is uh, by far the, the most growth we've ever seen. We Just before uh, the pandemic started, we had about 100 employees. Now we're a little over 250 employees. And uh, really, uh, it's hard to keep up with all the demand uh, from people all over the world enjoying trading cards uh, and really tapping into either a new hobby or remembering something that they grew up with. And there's just a lot of uh, 
uh, people returning and joining the hobby now. And it's been really interesting to me because uh, you talk about all the people, you know, quote, returning to the hobby and, and how busy y'all are in your expansion. You don't have a product. You are an online consigner or, or a reseller. Yeah. or You're a portal for folks yeah. to get for two other people to get a deal done. Um, yeah. And it's just another uh, corner of the hobby that over the last, you know, 12 to 18 months really um, has just been on fire um, because everyone has kind of turned into his or her own store, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, and, and really, I've always seen people that buy and sell as our best customers. Uh, we've always had more people buying than selling, but whenever someone starts to sell, they become addicted. They become a person that visits the site every single day to see what's going on. And that's where the hobby really becomes sticky. And honestly, that's one of the things that's unique about trading cards is you inherently get things randomly in packs. So you have things that you may not want. You have doubles. And with ComC, we really try to help you convert those things that you didn't really need or want into other things that you do want. So if you can start selling, then uh, the consignment model is perfect for you. You don't have to be around to take stuff to the post office and you can take your extras and then convert them into all the things that you've been hunting for. Hey, Tim, I know you've shared with this with me before. You're not only mm -hmm. uh, the head of ComC, you're an avid shopper on your own site. Yeah. Correct? yeah. So, let, so yeah. let our listeners, so who are you collecting nowadays? There's uh, two main threads that I've been focusing on. I am a, a Goran Dragic super collector, so I've been trying to get every possible Goran Dragic card I can find. And I also am a huge WNBA fan. And for the last several years, I've tried to put together master sets if possible. Uh, some of the one-on-ones, it's not possible to get every one of them. But uh, last year, I, I got uh, most of the cards numbered out of 10. And I'm still working on uh, that master set this year with Prism, WNBA, it's much more challenging. It's going to take a long time. I'm probably not going to get all the way down to the one of fives, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. I have, I do have the full uh, rainbow of some of my uh, favorite players. One in particular, uh, Sammy Whitcomb. I have every single Sammy Whitcomb card ever created, including her uh, black one of one. So uh, it's uh, yeah, fun, fun to get those cards that are hard to find and and uh, maybe not necessarily the same thing that everybody's hunting after, but something that, that I really enjoy. Wrapping up with Tim Getch, president of ComC, and I want to say that for, for me, because, you know, Joe is, he's whatever the public wants, you know. They want pink cards, mm -hmm. purple cards, graded cards, raw cards. Mm -hmm. Joe's like, I've got them. Um, as a collector, I am mostly about the raw card because I've got a pretty good mm -hmm. eye on that end. I got to say, yeah. Com C, second to the national because I can actually hold the card in my hand, the raw card yeah. in my hand in yeah. Chicago or Cleveland. Com C yeah. is the best storehouse for ungraded cards I have seen yeah. online. And so if there's anybody with the mindset that I have, hey, I can pick out a good card, just show them to me. Mm -hmm. Com C has been fantastic yeah. for me. 
Yeah, and from day one, that's been our, our focus is uh, allowing people to see exactly what they're going to get. So we have consistent images. It's not like uh, there's a hundred different phones or whatever uh, devices people are using to gather images when they're posting on other platforms. On ComC, we have standards, so it's very consistent. You can compare from one to another. And uh, we treat everything uniquely. So when you find that exact card that you want for your collection, when you're trying to upgrade your vintage set, we want you to know that that card that you purchase is exactly the card that we're going to ship to you. So uh, I'm glad you found success with that. That's what we intended that for. Hey, Tim, one last question I had for you. Uh, we are seeing so much growth in non-traditional sports selling. You know, we've seen mm -hmm. Formula One take up. What, yeah. what are you seeing on your site as far as the up to, I don't, I don't know if you monitor percentages of, you know, total transactions per sport. Yeah. What are you seeing growth in the non-traditional sports area? Uh, well, the, I mean, this whole last year, the, Traditional markets have shifted. Obviously, uh, just sticking to traditional, basketball now has overtaken baseball as the number one sport. But uh, soccer has also been uh, rising super fast. That's probably um, maybe even percentage-wise uh, growing faster than, than uh, basketball. And uh, the other, like UFC, even non-sports, People are finding the thing that they're passionate about and realizing there's trading cards for it. And some of these other sports don't have the the legacy, which means there isn't a whole lot of product to choose from. So the product that is there can grow in value very, very rapidly or just become scarce very quickly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, whether it's uh, Garbage Pail Kids or – uh, Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, like everything is hot these days. SI for kids. My gosh, those cards. Uh, yeah. Tim Gatch, yeah. president of ComC, appreciate you making some time for us, man. So informative. Would love to have you back again sometime, brother. Uh, it sounds great. I'd love to be back. All right, Tim Gatch, again, president of ComC. Joe and I are going to take a break, come back with the second part. We go in vintage on The Collector and the Dealer. I told you we're here because of support from Oxygen Financial. They're a sponsor of the collector and the dealer, but where my wife and I are, that's also in part thanks to Oxygen Financial. We have been personal clients of Oxygen for several years now, and originally it was for help with our taxes, looking to pay what we're supposed to, but not more. And we had been paying more for years, actually, it turned out. With Oxygen's help, that immediately changed for the better. And my wife and I decided, let's see what Oxygen thinks of our investments and overall strategy. Well, three years later, after making that choice, I can tell you we breathe easier when it comes to the market than at any time before getting with Oxygen Financial. And that's including the current issues all of us everywhere are dealing with. If you might have a question about where you and your family are, any at all, take the step we did and visit OxygenFinancial.com. You can get a free copy of Oxygen's 21-day budget cleanse, Breathe Easier About Life. Visit OxygenFinancial.com. 
A popular thought in the sports card world is that there's two camps, those that love the hobby and those that profit from the industry. Thanks to Sports Card Investor, you can do both. Jeff Wilson has built his Sports Card Investor YouTube channel and his personal website, sportscardinvestor.com, so that if you're a beginner looking to flip cards for cash or a returning veteran to the hobby wanting to make sure you get the best deals ahead of any emerging price trends, Sports Card Investor is for you. Sports Card Investor, the leading source for videos, podcasts, and articles about investing in sports cards. Profit from the hobby you love by visiting sportscardinvestor.com. Welcome back to The Collector and the Dealer, episode 42. Camping out and playing the flip game at Walmart, Target, etc. We move on to the vintage part of the episode. And Joe, I want to go back in time a little bit. Uh, if we go back about a year ago, uh, 1986 Fleer Jordan rookies, PSA nines, about 5,000-ish, and today about 40,000-ish. Is that a rough summary of 86 Fleer rookie Jordan? Yeah, yeah, about eight, eight to tenfold growth over the last year, yep. And so with a lot of cards, you know, in fact, every card, when the rookie gets too expensive, you start to move newer, second year, third year. Four, you, like you said with Brady, it's now like fifth year, sixth year Brady's. Um, With Michael Jordan, the weird thing is you can actually go pre-rookie to the 1985 Star Company Michael Jordan card um, because there are folks now beating the drum that this is a legit alternative to 86 Fleer Jordan. Um, There are a couple of reasons that I don't believe that's true, but for folks who don't know about the Star Company and what they did, um, just give them an overview of what happened in the mid-90s when nobody else was issuing basketball cards. Yeah, actually, we're back into the mid-80s. Because I mean, after, mid-80s, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, after Tops finished off their release in 81-82, there was nothing in uh, until Star Company came out and started doing stuff in the mid-80s before Fleer. And they, they didn't release anything in boxes or packs. They released them in little clear poly, uh, looked like a team set bag. Yeah. But, but it was like a shrink wrap, you know, a little clear bag and a kind of a thick plastic and it honestly did not go over that well. You know, people were people were used to buying packs and, you know, they were used to getting gum in their packs. And then all of a sudden that star company tried this, didn't really fly. And uh, so it was not a great seller. Um, so they re- remained dormant for a while. Then Fleer came along and then, you know, now we're talking... 35 plus years later and suddenly there's so much demand for 80s basketball and people are revisiting star company as an alternative to the Fleer uh, because there was an 84 85 Jordan there was multiples actually Uh, then he had the 85 86 which as you pointed out the 85 86 star company Jordan is a year before the Fleer but it's much more affordable. All right, so that's a great uh, overview of Star Company and what went on specifically with Jordan. And I'm glad you mentioned the part about how they were issued. Um, I don't think that this is just me or it's a particularly provocative opinion. If it's not issued in packs, for instance, if there's no randomness, i.e. if there's a 30-card set and you can buy all 30 of them and that's the only way to get them, that's not a set, um, and that's not a real card set. Um, that's just an issue almost. So, that, so that's the first thing. You, if, if you bought the pack, you knew I'm getting all of the bulls in this pack. Second thing is, and I don't mean to cast aspersions because I've heard things about Pro Set and their initial year and blah, blah, blah. My understanding, I've been told by a lot of people that I, that I understand, you know, they operate with integrity, honesty, et cetera. Um, 
almost everyone has a general idea that there were 1985 Star Company Jordan cards printed after 1985. Um, have you heard any of those those rumors? And because I put some credence in them. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I and I'll quote directly from Sports Collectors Daily, where they said in the late 90s. Then uh, Star Company President Robert Levin uh, was credibly accused of selling millions of dollars of counterfeit high-end star cards on a home shopping network. So <laughs> when the former president of the company is reselling quantities of cards five, six years later, uh, it certainly brings into question the integrity of when were these cards printed, how many were printed. And to this day, PSA will not grade Star Company. SGC will not grade Star Company. Uh, BGS is the only one grade, only leading grading company that will even grade and authenticate the cards. Yeah, you know, there was a, you know, kind of a saying about if you didn't have a Bob Feller autograph, you weren't really looking for one. I guess that's kind oh. of morphed to Pete Rose. Um, if you didn't have a case of pro set football cards, it's because you didn't want them, man. Um, and I've heard so many stories about getting the last case of ProSet, the last case of ProSet, um, and some of that even got traced back to company leadership as well. Um, Joe, let's uh, switch gears here and talk about the National. It seems, seems, Chuck's opinion, to be headed for a rescheduled date, maybe October, et cetera. Any input, opinion uh, from you right now about this? Yeah, I mean, the last, I was just on their website earlier this week, and it said they're still waiting on advisement from health officials in the city. Um, it said, if we have to reschedule, we're looking at a tentative October date. I got a call from a friend yesterday who's also a national table holder. He's like, how do you think it's going to impact things? And I said, buddy, if they hold the national on Christmas Day, it will still be packed. I said, I hope it's not then. I said, yeah. I hope it's not October. I hope it's when it's scheduled for, but it doesn't matter. Uh, if you hold it in Nome, Alaska, it's going to be busy. It just doesn't matter in the hobby right now. So I'm hoping for a July Chicago show, but if it's an October Chicago show, that'll be fine too. It's it's going to be packed no matter. I, I, I literally think we're going to have to have fire marshals monitoring how many people are in the room no matter when they hold it. That's just how hot the hobby is. I agree with you, brother. I am so happy to get that, um, that early entry badge uh, with the media badge that gets me in even before the VIP thing. Um, just so yeah. I can walk around. I want to see everybody that I know first, and then by the time the doors open for the VIP on that Wednesday, that's usually when I actually sit down and start buying some cards. Um, I got to see you and Roger, Newfelt, and Bob Presley and so many other people. Uh, let's wrap up today. Uh, the vintage market – for hockey and football, I, obviously baseball, that's always driven things. Basketball has been on fire. But vintage hockey and football, outside of Gordie Howe, Joe Namath, et cetera, um, do you think there are still opportunities in those two sports for, again, Hall of Famers, but just not, uh, you know, Walter Payton, you know, Bronco Nagurski, Jim Brown? Yeah, I mean, we don't see – first of all, we just don't see a lot of that material to start with yeah. but um we have seen a lot of movement on your 70s 80s football rookies you know the peyton the montana the right back yeah yeah we've seen a lot of upward movement on the keys there in high grade uh i have not monitored the vintage football or hockey market nearly as closely um I would think there are certainly opportunities there because it's not as high profile as a lot of the vintage baseball uh, and even vintage basketball has taken off as well. But um, certainly could be opportunities there. Um, certainly I would recommend sticking with your keys uh, and maybe your minor keys, you know, Hall of Fame, your lesser known Hall of Famers 
and seek stuff in high grade because that's yep. where you're probably going to see the most upward movement down the road. Yep, and every Packers card and Red Wings card and whatever. You can even go teams in some of those as well as long as it's, you're right. High grade, you'll always have buyers there. Um, and what about non-sports before we wrap up? Because I have seen, you know, like Garbage Pail Kids Series 1, that's always been, you know, something that people were after. 1977 Star Wars, uh, Garbage Pail Kids, Elvis cards, uh, anything with like Jack Kent, Bill Bradley on it. It has been non-sport and like non-usual suspects as far as individual players. Like every nook and cranny of the hobby right now, people are looking for what is the highest end of the first, the new, the whatever when it first came out. Yeah, I mean, like tennis cards are trending hugely right now. But when it comes to the non-sports, yes, Star Wars is top still has a star wars license continues to release new star wars releases so the old the 1977 the first releases are very strong a lot we're seeing a lot of that getting graded i tell you the other one that's really taking off are old marvel universe cards uh that skybox it was skybox made them back in the 90s we've seen probably hundreds of those come in for grading old spider-man wow. cards and hulk and captain america and People paying, you know, sometimes for the expedited services because they want them back so quickly. So I, I dug out some of my old Marvel sets and turned in some uh, Spider-Man rookie cards to grades. Yeah, you just never know. Uh, there's so many different facets of the hobby that are, it seems like every day something else is trending that wasn't, that you that's unexpected. So very exciting times for sure. Joe, you mentioned submissions, PSA, grading, et cetera. Um obviously we know that they have suspended some missions i thought it was gonna be june one maybe it's july one um but right now what is your current experience you and your customers are having um with the grading services that are accepting submissions and i also want to hear about your deliveries from psa because you mentioned last episode you're like we got like 12 boxes last week and so you've seen a little bit of an uptick since they stopped accepting yeah, we had the good news is for all of those who have submitted cards with us, we are seeing a, a, a dramatic increase in submissions coming back. Uh, so they are starting to turn out some of those old orders. Uh, we have started submitting uh, to customers for customers to both CSG and BGS, and we've already started getting submissions back from them. Uh, CSG, since it's the first time I saw submissions from them, I was pretty pleased. The, the cases are really nice. The grading, I can tell you from the first batches we've seen, they've been very strict. Um, so for long-term resale, that's going to be a good thing. You know, it's not, submitters may not be thrilled right now, but they're, they're being very strict. So they certainly have been in line or tougher with PSA, at least on the initial batches we've gotten back. No issue with that in the... Joe buys a box. Cuts me off every episode. Joe buys a box is what the man said. Uh, every week, ahead of the weekend, Joe's going to take a box down from the shelf. He's going to open it. He's going to tell us what the box is, how much it cost, and what he might find inside. Joe, what you buying this weekend? Chuck, I'm going with the brand new 2021 Bowman Baseball. Going with the Hobby Box. It's a little more affordable version than the Jumbo. 24 packs, 10 cards a pack, one autograph per box looking for chrome cards, looking for parallels, looking for top prospects. There's 100 base cards in the set of uh, superstars, veterans, et cetera, and then 150-card prospect set. 
uh, with lots of upcoming, uh, hope, hopefully future stars. So Bowman, always a very popular brand. Um, we usually can't keep it in stock. So I'm going to try one of those boxes this week. All right, for Chuck's Vintage Set of the Week, brought to you by Oxygen Financial. Breathe easier with Oxygen Financial with uh, Tyler, who we've had actually on here talking to collectors and dealers as far as how to handle their money uh, based around cards and the hobby and such. Uh, uh, Ted, everybody up there, tremendous um, service for me and my wife for several years, and now we bring it to the podcast as well. So, again, breathe easy, oxygenfinancial.com. Vintage set of the week, Joe. This is about the most attainable vintage set I have spoken about since we started the uh, podcast. Nineteen seventy six, Wonder Bread football. Uh, they Wonder Bread. It was as simple as you open a, a a bag of bread down in the bottom. There's a football card, and there were about oh twenty four in the seventy six set. There were thirty in the seventy four and seventy five set. It was a uh, just a three year run. The seventy fours are a little tougher. They're about thirty dollars a set. Joe, I bet you if you worked at it, if you walked the national or regional show, probably in the Midwest, Northeast, I bet you could get Wonder Bread football set 76 for probably 10 bucks. And there are 10 Hall of Famers in there. So uh, it's a, it's an attainable set. And it's, I mean, it's 45 years old and it's loaded with Hall of Famers. So yeah, here's a $10, uh, $10 bill. Give me my Wonder Bread football set. Yeah, exactly. Compare that to trying to buy all those same stars from Tops that year. So yeah, that's very affordable. Is that if I remember, it was a white border set. Is that correct? Oh yeah, and very simple looking cards. Yeah. But yeah, white border in the bottom, you would see uh, there was a play with Hank Stram on the back of it. But you'd have a yeah. player down in the bottom of your bread bag. Yep, yep. Can't go wrong with that for sure. N- nope. And again, for ten bucks, how you know you, you're not going to be out very much, and it's just it's a really good looking set as well. And even the Hall of Famers, uh, excuse me, the non Hall of Famers are going to be names you know, Chuck Foreman, uh, Craig Morton, a lot of guys like that. So. That wraps up this episode of The Collector and the Data. Be back in seven days with more card talk. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.